Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. Getting organized. It's a dream for some that often turns into a nightmare. We all have good intentions at the start. And then the phone rings. The kids' school project is due yesterday. A cold comes on and on and on and on. Now, fast forward to the holidays. Oh my goodness, they're coming quicker than we, than we always think they will. The holidays show no mercy for everyday life and adds its shopping and wrapping, entertaining and traveling, and even the best may become unwrapped. And I don't mean as in a gift. If only. Fear not. We have called in one of Santa's elves to help us get organized during the holidays and every day. Sandy DeRizzo, the owner of Hello Simplified Professional Organizing, is with us today, and she has mapped out a plan for our listeners to take control. Welcome, Sandy. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. You know, we're glad you're here because I'm hoping you can help us with this organization in our life. And, and let's start with why do we struggle with being organized? Yeah, so a big thing is, you know, just the time and the energy it takes to get organized. We all have so much going on in our lives in this day and age, a lot of stress, like we get home and we have to take care of the kids and the house and there's so much to do that, you know, organizing is kind of the, the last thing <laughs> that we want to do um, usually. And it's just, you know, it can be very overwhelming and it, it takes a lot of time um, to get it started and get going. Um, and then the second, like really big reason that we struggle is we just all have too much stuff, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, we hold on to a lot and it really makes it hard to get organized because if we don't declutter first, we're kind of just organizing all of our stuff and a lot of the stuff we're not actually using. Um, so, and we hold on to a lot of those, like just in case items is a big, a big thing. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of anxiety around, well, what if I need you know, three, three black dresses at some point, mm -hmm. like I might have three events right in a row, you know, and you just kind of try to justify it in your head. Mm -hmm. um, but a big part of it is like learning to let go of those just in case items so that you can actually like find the things that you do use um, and not having like a designated home for items. So we don't really know where to put things away because we haven't chosen a spot for them to go. The last thing is there's just so much social media pressure <laughs> as well. Um, a lot of people don't realize on like Pinterest and Instagram, a lot of the, the rooms are kind of staged and they're not really like set up. They're set up for us to like look at and be beautiful, but they're not really functional for us. So that's a lot of pressure to like, you know, I'm like, I just rather not do it at all because it's not going to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that all makes sense for sure. Um, and then down the road here, you'll give us some secrets because that all being said, in the end, organizing can actually save a lot of that frustration that you mentioned. So, yes, totally. so first we're going to talk a little bit about 
organizing in regard to the holiday season. Yes. With with a lot of clutter around the house and not much space, where would be a Santa-approved place to hide presents from the kids? It depends on their age. Like the younger kids won't necessarily go looking. They don't, you know, know how to get out the step stool and really go searching. Mm-hmm. So for them, you know, hiding up high, like trying to get stuff up higher, maybe a closet um, in like a guest room or a shelf up high in your closet, hiding things in, putting them in other bags. Like if you come home with a bag from Old Navy, you can put it in like a Trader Joe's shopping bag or something instead that doesn't, you know, quite give it away. Or if you have, you know, bins that aren't clear, putting it in that, um, for kids that look a little bit more, maybe like if you have a, some kind of like trunk that you can lock or a suitcase, like a lot of suitcases have locks on them for when you go traveling. So you can keep it in there. Um, you could even put it in like a bin in the garage and label it like taxes or antiques or something mm-hmm. that is boring and they won't care about. <laughs> um, if they won't unwrap the gift, you could wrap them early and you could label it for someone else like grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if hiding it, you know, gets even more intense, like hiding small gifts in in your sock drawer and in, in a pair of socks or in the bottom of your hamper with clothes on top. Uh, there's lots of things to do, like hiding it somewhere they don't want to go, like in the attic, like somewhere that's scary to them. And for those really like extreme situations, like if your kids are just, you know, pros and it's like, that's what they look forward to is looking for the present. <laughs> You probably want to get them out of the house. So if you have like a friend's house or a relative, you could ask them to keep stuff there. Or I've even heard of people putting them in their storage unit. Mm, I can <laughs> tell this is not your first rodeo. You, yeah. you have some really great ideas. Um, so still on the holiday theme, what would you recommend for organizing our holiday gift list and shopping? I um, do this personally. I love in the notes app, I have a note that is gifts and all throughout the year, um, I write down, I have each person's name and I write down little ideas because I'm not great with the pressure in the moment of deciding what the person should, what I should get them. I also like to just ask them what they want because sometimes that's better. You know, if I'm going to spend the money and give them a gift, like I want them to actually like it. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll ask them. But, um, you know, like my friends throughout the year, if my friend mentions, oh, I love this bakery or I love this brand of tea, I will like open my little note and write it down. And then when their birthday comes up or when Christmas comes up, I usually have like a few ideas already of stuff that they've mentioned. And then they're always like awestruck that I remembered <laughs> that they had said that. And I'm like, it's because of my you know trusty little note. And then you also can, um, once you do buy stuff, I'll go in and I'll write what I bought and I'll write how much it costs. And it's really great, like, to be able to look back at the year before, like, I just scroll down in the note and I'll see, like, you know, Christmas 2020 and I'll see what I bought people, how much it costs, and then I can, you know, kind of gauge how much I should get them this year. And you could even write down, like, what people got you if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that has, like, really helped me <laughs> keep stuff organized. Mm-hmm. What about organizing a holiday dinner? Notes, writing down ideas. Um, If you go on like Pinterest, you could start a little board with different ideas of what to make. Um, And again, like writing down from year to year, like going in the note, writing down what you made. Um, You could even like in a Google Doc, 
you know, put links to recipes, different stuff like that to kind of refer back to. I always feel like going from year to year, like you don't have to start fresh every year. So I feel like as you get more organized that you can kind of build upon years past and it just makes it, makes it less stressful, makes it, you you have like somewhere to jump off from. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a very good point because it can seem overwhelming, but if you do it little by little by little over the years, all of a sudden it's ready made right there for you. So yeah, definitely. Now just general, our time for task, organizing time. Another like phone tip is in your calendar, um, you can try to kind of schedule it in and plan in advance. And I tend to think if, if I plan it in advance, I'm kind of making the commitment to myself to really try to get it done. Like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, even if it's just 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, you know, okay, my daughter's napping in the afternoon from, you know, two to two 30, I'm going to, um, organize the pantry. I'm going to, you know, start to look at what's expired and get rid of it or look in the fridge um, and just kind of scheduling in that time. Also um, syncing calendars like with your spouse and you can color code them. So I really like the calendars five app. That's just an app that I use. I like the layout a lot. And um, yeah, you can have different colored calendars. Like I have yellow is all of the family stuff that we're both involved in. And then, you know, purple is my work and blue is my just regular home non-work stuff. Um, And just seeing it all laid out can be uh, really helpful and where I have time in there to to get some stuff done. Mm -hmm. Did that answer your question? Yes, very good. Some (laughs) great ideas. Um, And I'm going to ask you one last holiday related question, and then we're going to get into just everyday organization. So, yeah. so what are some tips to let go of the more sentimental items that were gifts at one point? So if you love the gift, then by all means, like definitely hold on to it. Um, we have a lot of guilt tied around gifts because we think, okay, someone like cared about me enough to get me this thing and I need to like hold on to it forever, even if like I really don't like it. But we have to think about what the purpose of the gift is like okay it's Christmas I'm going over to my mom's house I know that I you know I'm going to give my mom a gift hmm what could I give her I don't know maybe a board game you think of different things I give her the gift that doesn't mean that I forever want her to hold on to this board game have it take up room on her shelf and that even if she never plays it she can never get rid of it because I gave it to her right? But it's not what we want. When we're giving gifts, the purpose of the gift is to give it and to show the person that we care, we thought of them, we gave them something. After that, the purpose is already fulfilled. Like we already gave it, they we know they know we care. Now it's theirs to do what they want with it. If they really don't want it, they can donate it and give it to someone else. I'm not going to go over and search for the game and make sure that they kept it. Although some relatives probably do that (laughs) but that's more a them thing than a you thing right (laughs) so um you you want to have things in your house that you really love so especially like people feel really guilty with like heirlooms and like things that are passed around like hey do you want this china like why are they asking you if you want it because they don't want it (laughs) so like here let me give you this box of guilt because I don't want to hold on to it so now you have to keep it in your house so just you know practice and practicing with some little things like 
you don't have to give away grandma's china right away. Like that's a big hard thing to do. But if you have like a bunch of cards that someone only signed their name and they didn't even write like a message, like maybe try recycling those. Right. It's that's, that's something that's a little bit easier. Like you don't have to have 50 cards from someone where they only signed their name. Like that has definitely already been fulfilled. The purpose of the card. I like the idea. I, I've heard this from time to time, and I'm not very, uh, <laughs> I'm not very crafty. But uh, some sometimes the solution, let's just say, with a piece of china, um, you know, keeping maybe like just a couple plates instead of the whole set, or yes. turning it into, you know, some people you'll see this at craft shows where they take a teacup and. Uh, the little plate underneath it and make it a hanger for an outside decoration. And so you yeah. still can have it and get rid of the rest of the set, but there, you know, there's still the presence of grandma, et cetera. So. Yeah. And also um, taking pictures of items, you know, because really it's about a lot of it is about the memory too, like, especially with sentimental items. Um, you don't need the actual like hoodie from, your high school marching band that you're never going to wear. But if you take a picture of it, like I have an album in my phone that says memories. And if you take a picture of it, like that's enough to spark the memory. Like you still have it. You can still look back on it, but you don't need the actual like hoodie taking up space. Mm -hmm. Something when you mentioned clothing that I have seen also where somebody will take all their different t-shirts from concerts or like you're saying school related uh, hoodies or, you know, you were on a football team and they'll make a quilt out of it. So again, you're not taking up a whole closet full of these old shirts and things that you don't wear anymore, but you're keeping them um, around in the form of a quilt, which serves a purpose and good recycling. So let's yeah. jump right from there to getting out of the Miriam Bright season and tips you might have for keeping clothes organized being how we're talking about that one of the big things I like to do um, is and it makes laundry a lot more simple is every time I take a piece of clothing off of the hanger I have a designated spot in my closet where empty hangers go um, and it just makes it a lot easier when it comes time to put your laundry away you just grab all of the hangers and they're there other than you know trying to search in between all of the clothes for all the empty hangers it just becomes kind of a habit. Um, and I found that really helps. And then the actual type of hanger. So people love the look of like wooden hangers, but those are really thick and they take up a lot of space. So you can't have as many clothes. Um, so using like the thin velvet hangers, you can fit a lot more clothes that way. Clothes don't fall off of the hangers as much. It's going to kind of have that velvety grip. Um, and then you definitely want to, in your closet, keep all of like items together. Like if you have a bunch of dresses, you want all of your dresses together, t-shirts all together, sleeveless shirts all together, long sleeve all together. It's a pretty simple concept, but um, a lot of people don't do it. They'll just kind of mix and match everything in and, you know, kind of put it away as they hang it up. But it only takes a couple of seconds more and it makes it so much easier when you're looking for your clothes. If you want to take it even a step further you can um, put them by color with each category so I like to kind of do like the KonMari like heavier to lighter darker to lighter so like in my dresses I'll have black dresses first and then gray and brown 
and blue and purple and green and just kind of go from there all the way over to white and it just looks really nice and like I got my husband on board to do that too <laughs> and he's like kept it up pretty well and it looks cool it's like oh all the red shirts are together and then it just makes it easier to pick out your clothes too. That kind of goes back to to again with organizing your time too because you're not digging so many, you know, so many minutes through to find the outfit. You have your maybe yes. professional clothes in one area and your t-shirts, your casual clothes in another area. And again, goes back to time management, but you had one more thought there. So let's get that. Yeah. Um, it was just, you know, simple enough as having a laundry basket in your closet. Um, so that the clothes don't go on the floor and even a step further is not having a lid on your laundry basket because we are human and even the extra little step of opening the <laughs> lid like will not happen. Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> so like clothes are going to end up on the lid or on the floor. Like, so I just like having a nice open laundry basket. And then, you know, if you tend to be that person that the laundry basket goes downstairs and then a few days pass and then your clothes are piling up on the floor, like having two matching laundry baskets per person in your family and then you know like okay I have you know my pink laundry basket upstairs and my pink laundry basket downstairs and I can just kind of take my time doing laundry if I want to great just be realistic (laughs) so you've given us so many tips already Uh, let's say what are your top three tips for getting organized yeah um so having a set donation spot in your home is very important. So it could be in like a guest room closet. It could be even in like the garage, but it's a spot where, you know, okay, if I'm going throughout my life in you know my home, if I see something like, oh, this coffee mug and I want to donate it, I have a spot I can put it. And then once there are a few bags there, I can go and donate it all at once, but that can make a big difference so that there aren't just things everywhere that you're not using that you already kind of decided I can let it go. Um, And then another tip is having a memory bin for each family member. And we kind of talked on this a little bit with like the clothes that are memories. Um, A lot of clutter around the house are those items. They don't have a home and we don't really know where to put them because they're like, you know, little tchotchkes or like little, little memory things like, Oh, it's, you know, these rocks that my son found that I, you know, he really loves them, but like, he's not playing with them anymore. And like, we don't want to throw them out. Like each person having their bin of stuff that's important to them, important memories. And then once it gets like super full, then you can kind of go through it, pare down. Like your kid can be like, I don't remember what those rocks are. I don't need them anymore. And then you can kind of uh, pare it down a little bit, but having that spot, like little cards that people gave you, like so much stuff around the house, it just doesn't have a home because it's like sentimental. It's a memory. Um, So that can help a ton. Um, And then the last step or the last tip, I guess, would be to make it fun. (laughs) So, you know, maybe play some music. If you have a friend that can help you um, and if you have kids like hiring a babysitter, because it's just like, it makes it so much harder when you have kids that you're trying to watch and they're getting into it, especially with like toys. If you're trying to declutter toys, they're going to magically want to play with everything that they haven't played with forever because you want to donate it. 
(laughs) That's true. Well, this has been fantastic. A lot of great input. If somebody would like to connect with you to learn more or, or uh, you know, find out about your services, maybe this is all like, this all sounds great, but I just can't do it. I need Sandy. Where should they go? Yeah. So my website is hello, H-E-L-L-O dash simplified s-i-m-p-l-i-f-i-e-d dot com you can find us on instagram at hello simplified and yeah we would love to help you out and if this is all too overwhelming you know we have a team of organizers we can come in and help you declutter and set it all up for you and we look all all pretty in pinterest (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great well thank you so much for being here thank you for having me this was great And now I want to tell you that besides being the producer and host of Triangle 411, I am running for the Cary Town Council District C, which is in the southeast part of Cary, and I hope to be the change you want to see. Additionally, I am the founder of the Spare Some Change charity, and I would like to tell you about a project my charity is doing. We are participating in the Wake Med Hospital's Children Holiday Gift Toy Donation Program. I'm passing on their info should you like to spread some joy to the kids who are, unfortunately, in the hospital during the holiday season. There is a deadline, so move on this quickly if you're interested. And to get information, you can go to wakemed.com. WakeMed.org. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be a good example.